Hey everybody, this is Q the Abolitionist and Crypto Gumbo, and this is episode 19 of Unshackled Liberty. and stuff coming in on my end i can't do anything about it my blinking blinking neighbor two doors down yeah decided he's been doing these concerts in his front yard awesome and he thinks he's like eddie vetter but he's terrible it's not the fact that like i don't care about yeah (laughs) but it's like today well see that would that would be good but it's just like it's like the best joke. Ooh, in that. So 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 see this wall. My kids yeah. are my twins are asleep right there. So, uh, okay. like, so, so you're probably gonna hear, Daddy, I hate you. <laughs> That's cool. I'm just but no, it's just like uh, it's like that that movie Ted. Like the the only good joke in that whole movie was when they're making fun of '90s music, and he's like A E I O U. You, do you remember the crash test dummies? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Once there was, there was this, yeah. <laughs> That's my jam. Don't make fun of it. Dude, Hope it's actually a good song. Explain it. <laughs> so my, same thing on I this like, end, right? I like I, that song. I do this from my from my <laughs> living room, and uh, I have two uh, teenage daughters who may or may not decide that they want to jack up dad's recording. So. Um, and I'm good with that because, you know, I mean, not everybody can be Joe Rogan. Not everybody can have their own perfect little recording studio and whatnot. And, and stuff, my koozie. So. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sipping on my sparkling water. You got your. I like it. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, if you're just jumping in, guys, this is we're uh, we're riffing with Vetarchist Actual. Um, hey, hey. And we're just going to this. We, we wanted to do a, a show that didn't have a lot of. Uh, structure to it maybe some story time uh some laughing and joking back and forth we've we've all done these shows with coronavirus and COVID 19 so yeah i'm going to issue death a challenge to, to the guys you know gumbo vetarchist listen it, if you can help it let's not mention the c word today what do you think okay i'm good with that, that we'll good? just call it the fake flow Fake flow, fake flow. I mean, if it's if it's integral, very important to one of the stories you got to put out, then I guess you got to do it. But but uh, I wanted to try and do something lighter, a little little yeah. less doom and gloom and and conspiracy and whatnot, and just kind of some fun stuff. And so we're all yeah. veterans, and that's kind of part of the I think the slogan. We're going to start with uh, with some funny stories. You were in the army, right? Yeah, dark humor one hundred and one. <laughs> I know. Hey, I used to have a soul, but <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> I got half of my bonus taken away. <laughs> and then I realized it again anyway. Yeah. That's so dumb. Taxed it at 50%. So how much time did you spend in the Army? Five years. Gumbo, yeah. how much time were you in the Navy? Eight years, seven months, and some change. Dude, I'm dumber than both of you guys. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm as dumb as both of you guys combined. I did 13 and a half. So, well, I mean, oh, it, you know, yeah. it depends, you know, whatever. Not as bad as Jordan. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, Free Rifleman did 15. Okay. okay. He and I had the same MOS. That was pretty okay. cool. That's what, what is your MOS? I was an intelligence analyst. Oh, man. You're going to be checking my emails and stuff. 
Oh, I see Crypto Gumbo done did this. <laughs> Dude, I was, <laughs> I, I was a terrible Intel analyst because I asked too many questions. Uh, isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah. Hey, why are we in this country? Shouldn't we be in the one next door? Because they're the ones that actually did this stuff. <laughs> Shut up. That's that whole Air, Air America thing, right? From back exactly. Way back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Go fill sandbags. Mm. <laughs> we just, we just had to sweep. We just had to sweep rain. We had to sweep water off oh. the shop <laughs> in the rain. Yeah. He just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write a song. Sweeping I'm water so, in the rain. As I'm doing that, I'm just thinking. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. This is the dumbest thing in the world. And I'm, I'm an idiot. It'd be like, what's that? Yeah. That, that, that Millie Vanilli song just change the words. Like oh. <laughs> sweet mopping up the rain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I actually made somebody do that. <laughs> oh, that's funny. What's, what's the worst hazing you ever had to go through when you were in the army? Anything funny? Um, what's okay. So let's, what's the most PG 13, hazing that you went I didn't through. get hazed yeah. that bad okay I'm almost six four okay oh, but you're a big dude yeah I was let's see when I ETS <clears throat> in 2005 I was 245 pounds and nine percent body fat okay oh, wow so, yeah yeah I'm no so, I'm not even close yeah. to that now I'm a lot so, heavier and so, so and, I know, so know what you, I, I know would that, ha- I would have to shoot you or choke you out it's basically <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I know yes, what that yeah. used to be like too, right? Yeah. Yeah. But uh I always laugh and said that I was infantry adjacent. Because anytime I could get out of the S two shop, I was down there doing something and always trying to be on op four and always trying to go on other other units training exercises and stuff, just because I don't know, my recruiter lied. Bro- broaden your horizon a little bit. Ooh, your recruiter lied. <laughs> <laughs> Q was a recruiter. Grossy. Oh, <laughs> uh, so so yeah, it, it, yeah. Your recruiter life. That's that. Yeah, happened. I thought I it was gonna be Jay. I thought it was gonna be Jason Bourne. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was just a mushroom. They fed I me, had, poop and kept me in the dark. Uh, <clears throat> I hated myself when I was a recruiter, dude. I hated dude, myself. Dude, you and Jordan from V for V. Yeah. Should do an episode just on that because he was with, a recruiter as well. Recruiter too? Yeah, that would be great. I would love to hear that. Yeah. I think he was in ten or eleven years in the army. Dude, I he just got out. Like he's fresh. Oh wow, that's the best. Yeah, he's still fresh. He's still, still it's, it's still spicy. He's still looking over his shoulder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, dude, did you ever go to Fort Polk, Louisiana? No. Uh-uh, thank gosh. What? Come on now. <laughs> So that's the sole reason I didn't go army because I'm from very close to there. And I was like, I'm not going to do that to myself. Not knocking like the boys in the army and going to do that training out there in Southwest Louisiana. But that no, wasn't, I mean, I that's, yeah. That's, I mean, I wasn't much, I got stationed at Stewart, so it's not much better. Okay. Well, there you go. Where are you from uh, originally? North Carolina. Okay. Yeah. I'm living in Georgia for like the third time. Jojo, <laughs> Jojo, which, which has put been put center stage on the I'm trying to self censor <laughs> on the. Uh, I was waiting for it, man. Uh, two beers in, so it's going to be tricky. <laughs> I'm sipping on some new Belgium Hop Avenger IPAs after I ate way too much Chinese food because they find the, my favorite spot reopened. So I had to go give them some love. What'd you eat? 
Um, I got uh, Szechuan chicken. Mm. Mm. Come on, girl. Lay it on me. Mm-hmm. I usually get to have a really, really good um, the the red Thai, red Thai curry. Okay. Oh, okay. yeah. I like that. Mm. Yeah. Dude, so, so- I always say like Thai food and Vietnamese food is like the health food of yeah, that whole yeah. crew. Because you look at like Chinese, they use a lot of like a sugar in their sauces and, and Japanese do as well. But then you look at like uh, Vietnamese and Thai and it's like coconut milk and coconut water. Dude, get, get a big bowl of some good pho. It's over. Dude. What, what the pho? Dude, I know what you're pho talking about. <laughs> pho show. So, so you got the Indian curry, the Japanese curry, and the Thai curry. What's your favorite? Thai. Thai curry. Indians hit or miss, man. Well, all right. So I'm going to say this. This is going to sound bad, but it's for real. And you guys know it's the truth. So it depends. If it's Indian restaurant run by Indians, it's probably going to be pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If it's Indian restaurant run by Pakistanis, your guts are going to hate you. (laughs) I'm three for three for food poisoning. Oh my goodness. That's the worst, dude. So I, I would rather take some sort of pain yeah. versus like food poisoning. And, and I love oh. chicken tikka now. Yeah. I love chicken tikka. But I was, dude, I was, I was I'll never, mm. I'll, I'll go in, where are you guys from? Like, where in India are you guys from? And they tell me, okay, okay, you're good. I will eat here now because yeah, I know I'll where eat. you're from. Yeah. I'll take nine, some, you know. <laughs> Do you guys have lion stout? Sweet. Okay. That's funny. That's funny. But, so uh, story time. Who's got stories? Who, who's got Who's got a funny story they want to share? Any, many, money, mo. Oh, I got the one that I was going to tell earlier before we started. Oh, sorry, I, I interrupted you. No, sorry. no, no. Oh, you go ahead. No, no, no. I want you to go because I interrupted your okay. story. So me and my wife got in this huge argument, and it was my fault. And um, it always is. Yeah, totally. No, I own it. But I, oh boy, I pissed her off, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was scared, and. uh I don't know what happened. It was like right after Christmas, something like that. And I remember I was grudgingly putting away the Christmas tree because we ended up getting one of those fake Christmas trees. <laughs> like stuff it in the box. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, Christmas. It never goes yeah. back the right way. Yeah. No, you break no. it out the next year and everything's bent the wrong way. Yeah. It's like, it, yeah. the duct tapes peel it off. <laughs> yeah, right. And um, I don't know what happened. I think I was just so mad I didn't realize. But I remember going to work and it was still cold. And I got to work. And my wedding ring wasn't on. And I was like, oh, no. I looked everywhere, dude. I went back to the gas station. I got gas. I looked all over the place. And I was like, look, I know you're already mad at me about this, but I lost my wedding ring. You took it. I'm like, I don't remember. So years go by. I'd never get a new ring. And um, which some some women would be worried about their husbands not having their ring on, but I think yeah. I put off this vibe that just stayed the hell away from me anyway. <laughs> so it's not hard. Yeah, I'm yeah. not interested. You know, it's it, I got the I'm not interested vibe. And um, anyway, so we move into our new house this year. So this has been probably about two years, and I'm getting out the Christmas tree out of the box. <laughs> What's in the bottom of that box? That's so funny my wedding ring wow wow i go no shut up she's like what i go what is that in the bottom of that box she goes dude that's your ring that's awesome man 
Yeah. So, so technically, that's like a blessing in disguise. You it went is. through some hardships, but you brought it back and like, uh, oh, daddy's back in action. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm back. Yeah. yeah. Guess who's back? <laughs> Guess who's back? Back again. Yeah. yeah. And that's, yeah, that's, that's a uh, yeah, that's, that, that, story, that's, that story is probably only interesting to married dudes. Yeah, dude, I was, I was afraid that I was going to lose my finger, right? And being, being a mechanic and, and uh, you know, being in the Navy and whatnot and going on deployment. I, you know, you see so many of these things where the wedding ring catches on something and totally degloves the left, the left ring finger. And so, you know, towards the end of my tenure in the Navy, I, I went ahead and just had it tattooed on just, I think I did, I did like two or three deployments with a tattooed wedding ring, which I still have. So I don't even wear rings really anymore. I just have that tattoo and that's the way to go. I'll end up doing that probably. I, I'm all, I, I recommend it. I mean, I don't like, I'm a minimalist. I'm like jewelry and stuff on me, yeah. anyway, you know, and we uh, hit 10 years. Thing. We hit 10 years this year. Um, we're Congratulations, not man. That's wow. Good. Good for you. That's a feat we're, right there. Good we're job. Not we're not, we're not quitting this. Hey, what man in the right mind that's married would ever do it again? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that hasn't done it again yet. <laughs> this is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, my I didn't wife. get married. I didn't get married till I was 30. Okay. Bro. Yeah. So I was 37. I was a kid. What weren't you like nineteen? I was twenty. Oh, my wife, okay. my wife was nineteen. My okay. father-in-law was thirty-nine as he was walking his daughter down the aisle. What? Yeah, dude. I remember so, we got we got this one private that showed up at Stewart, and I was on my way out. Man, I just didn't care about anything. And he had just gotten he'd been there like three months. Man, E two. Out in town, meets a girl. He had her at Tricare. And uh, they're going to get married. Try care at Q knows that. <laughs> Q knows that joke. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's like, "So, dude, you going to come to the wedding?" I'm like, "Nah, man, I'll be at the next one." <laughs> I wish you my- see the look on his face. I'm like. Bro, you need to think this through. <laughs> really badly. You need to think this yeah. really badly. Yeah. He's like, dude, that's kind of messed up. I'm like, dude, no. You met some townie <laughs> that you've known for two months. I, and, oh, and how, many, how many dudes do you know that when you're when you were serving that got married right out the gate and then I'll do you oh, better. they're not married I'll do, anymore? I'll do, well, one, I'll, I'll do you one better, bro. I checked on board my first ship, very first ship ever. Um, and uh, they had just come back from deployment. And so I'm brand new. I don't know anything. I barely know the pointy end from the flat end, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I meet this guy down in the birthing compartment where I live. You know, birthing compartments on a ship. There's like 60 dudes. We're stacked in there like sardines, right? Um, this guy's yeah, like... That's why I didn't join the Navy. <laughs> yeah, we're like stacked three high, you know, sharing, you know, we're breathing each other's farts, right? Like all the time. <laughs> sardines smell real good. So bad, dude. Why does sardines smell like butt? <laughs> this guy walks up to me. I'm not going to say his name. I don't think he listens to the show, but I don't want to dime him out, right? He walks up to me, shows me this ring. And, <laughs> and it's like a full-on diamond ring, right? And I don't know Coming anything. He's like, he's like, I'm going to put this in the mail and send it to some chick that he meet, met in Thailand and ask her to marry him. He met some chick. <laughs> oh, cup on cup. <laughs> so this guy falls in love in Thailand, right? We've all, we've all heard that story before. And, oh. uh, and he just fell in love so hard. He comes back home. The first thing he does with all of his money that he saved up on deployment is goes into a you know a wedding ring and buys a buys a, a huge rock on an engagement ring, puts it in a paper envelope, like licks it, uh, uh, licks it, <laughs> writes her thing, and 
throws it in the mail, dude. Never hears from this chick again. Oh, never. Yeah. If, if it would have worked, though, that would have been a beautiful story. But it's, it never worked. What would have made it even a better story is if she said, yeah, and then come to find out her name's Gary. Oh. <laughs> oh. So, so talking about earlier how uh, we went to Thailand once. I've been to Phuket, Patong, Pattaya, all the places that you shouldn't go in Thailand at the military. You remember the first time? You remember the first time you had to say Phuket with a straight face? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry. I heard going. that place is wild, boy. Man, yeah. I went, but I went there we before the tsunami, and it was yeah. pretty cool. We won't even talk about what's going on over there. But anyway, uh, they, we anchored <laughs> out. So the ship, the ship goes there. We anchor out. We take these small boats in. As soon as you hit. Soon as you hit the uh, the the pier, boom! You, they're 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 giving drinks and beers and and mystery meat on a stick. And of course, what's the first <laughs> thing that every sailor does? Mystery meat on a stick. I don't care yep. what it is. It's not the galley food. And uh, so so there's this one specific place. There's this one yeah. There's this one place. This restaurant in in Thailand. I think it's Phuket. I think it's Phuket. You, there, it's the big famous one that's there. And you go and you pick all your own food. It's nice. The the culture is beautiful. The people are nice. And you're in, it's beautiful there, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I'm, I'm picking all my food and I'm eating everything. I'm ch- trying all these different sauces. I'm eating these weird little fish things on a shell. Everything's cool. So we, we have to leave. We're only there for a few days, three, four, five days, whatever. We got to go back and get our little Liberty boats and go back to the ship. And we got to continue on our operations. Well, I messed up. I ate the, the fish on a rock or the fish on the little thing. You got the two-headed dragon, uh, didn't you? Whatever it was, it, 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 it changed my life. It changed my life. <laughs> the green out, the green out quick steps. As soon as we go into uh, sea and anchor detail and we're going to go back out to sea and we're like leaving like sayonara Thailand. Appreciate it. Couple cup, you know, uh, I, I, I find out very quickly. Oh, I'm at sea and anchor detail, which is I'm, I'm at my station. We're, 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 we're selling away. Right. And I'm like, man, I don't, I don't feel good. I'm sick. Uh, what did I eat? And I ended up losing 10 pounds and uh, it all come from the bottom side. And uh, I was sick for like a week, dude. It was bad. And, we, and it was the worst seas that I was ever in in the almost 19 years I was in the Navy out at sea. We were leaving Thailand and the seas were horrible. Like we, we sleep in racks, right? And uh, my knees were buckling and I was like, you're like, you're laying down. My knees were buckling and flying and hitting the other end. It was, it was bad seas. And I'm 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 a pretty I'm a I'm a pretty stable dude. I don't get sick about things and, and I'm pretty solid, right? Right. And I was sick. I was losing weight. Seas were sucking. And I was like, I'm never eating any kind of Thai food. Of course I do now, but that was the most horrible experience. Oh my gosh. It's like about it makes me queasy. It's Ugh. like you it's like you were the shaker bottle and the sea was just like <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, they they got me. They got me over there. That's rough, dude. And like food poisoning from seafood oh, oh, is the oh. not good. I uh, no. I had a Philly cheesesteak sandwich in the same town, Phuket, Thailand. Right, okay. come off the ship. Same similar story. Right, came off the ship and was jacked up about being out in town and finally not eating boat food. Right, and oh, I got a, a Philly cheesesteak sandwich. I and I can't tell you whether or not. <laughs> I can't tell you whether or not it's the best Philly cheesesteak sandwich in the world because I've never been to Philadelphia, but. As far as what I had, it was awesome. And I don't know if it was awesome because I've been eating boat food for so long. It was just ready to, you know, it was just ready for something else. But it was great. So great that I told the cook. I got it from one of these little sidewalk sandwich shops, right? Told the cook, hey, this is a great, great Philly cheesesteak sandwich. I'm going to get another one for the road. He looks at me, straight face, dead in the eye, says, German shepherd, bow, wow, wow. That's it. (laughs) And I was like, mad. 
I was mad, so mad. So I obviously I didn't get another one. But later in the day, I'm thinking about it going, why am I mad? When in Rome. And yeah. it was pretty good. It was yeah. actually pretty good. So like, would I ever knowingly eat dog? Like knowingly? I've got two dogs I love to death. They're my favorite. I love them. They're wonderful. I would never eat dog knowingly. But if I accidentally ate dog again, eh, it was pretty good. Yeah. Mystery meat on a stick. <laughs> it's pretty cares, good. Right? But did you die? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted to go to uh, Tiger Muay Thai. Uh, Over there. Yeah. That's where like Senchai, like all the, the big name uh, Muay Thai guys uh, teach. So so you're like 6'4", so you'd be a perfect candidate for Muay Thai. You got the knees. getting the, yeah. yeah. I yeah. trained I trained in Jiu-Jitsu and in Muay Thai like okay. off and on over the years. You got a problem, guys. Like, my shoulders are shot. We got a problem. What's that? My thing just popped up and said this about the nine more minutes. Yeah, something like that. Is it going to let us go? You think? So yeah, we weird. can just. I think you can stop it and restart it. I mean, if we need to bounce out and do another meeting, we can. I don't hey, where's know. Walt? Yeah, I don't know. I don't where's know. Where's that dude? It is his kid's birthday today. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what's up with this kid having a birthday when we're trying to record some things. Well, he knew that when he said, <laughs> "Yeah." I know. Oh. Well, we got to be careful though. I don't want his wife trying to hobble him, you know, like in misery. Like, <laughs> is it, he, he's out there and and where is he at? What's his location? He's out there in the. I don't know if I should say that. I don't know if everybody knows that. So, Walt, you're late for duty. Yeah. <laughs> you're late for watch. <laughs> so you want to bounce out and come back? Yeah, in? let's do this. Let's go ahead and take a break. We'll we'll uh, we'll send this thing to commercial and come right back. Is that cool? Okay. Cool. Yeah, I yeah, got to go get yeah. some nicotine gum anyway. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> I yeah. like how you put it. I got to go right. get some nicotine gum. <laughs> yeah. right. See you guys. See ya. Thanks. And I'm rolling. Where's Gumbo? You on Gumbo? What's up, dude? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. My kids woke up. <laughs> Tell them to go back to sleep. <laughs> well, that don't, that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Have to make them some. What do they call it? Chicky nuckies. Yeah, chicky nuckies. Oh man, where's my? Are you hiding from us again? There you are. Hey. Hey, aloha. <laughs> so yeah i was a recruiter so that's why i laugh when you talked about that uh boo. dude i know, yeah, boo. I, know. I got zero oh, boo dude, this I, man boo him <laughs> liar and and do it because boy i deserve it. that was a rough tour you've stolen it's like that greta thornberg thing you have stolen my dreams <laughs> how, my dare future. You? <laughs> how privileged is that how like like you I'm not like a, I'm clearly hundred percent, not a social justice warrior, like at all, but like how privileged is that, that, that some, you know, some, some, some white kid from, from Europe comes over on a, on a sailboat, all of her, you know, all of her support staff are taking charter flights to the UN. Yeah. She's, she's scolding the United Nations. I mean, her, her, she's so privileged and, and able to do that which i'm not not taking anything away from her for that like that's great awful awesome but then with that platform she she's like you've stolen my childhood it's like there's people like like we know this we we've heard it when we didn't want to eat our mashed potatoes there's people in china that are starving there's people in africa yeah. that are starving there's people in india that are starving there's some horrible places in this world where these kids legitimately have no childhood yeah she's complaining because there's you know the funny part is so many people bought it. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. many people are like, they, they bought the, the skit, the act. She may not, she may not be acting. Like it might be real for her. Oh, it is. I'm sure it is. She's, she's, she's got an IMDb page, man. And both her parents are actors. 
Okay, well there you go. Then. And she might have, she up. might be on the she might be on the spectrum for no. I'm just saying, she might be on the spectrum, whatever. But boy, she is reading that script and sticking to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How dare you? How dare you? Her handlers are proud. Please, anyway, sir. I was Please, sir. May I have some more? <laughs> I was. I was accused of kidnapping. I want to tell my kidnapping story. Can I tell my kidnapping story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, so, sure. So I was I was accused of kidnapping when I was a recruiter. Probably and, happened. Uh, no, well, so here's how this works, right? So you, we're going to maps, <laughs> my dog. <laughs> You're in the debt program. So, we'll hop in my van. Get in, loser. We're going to maps. <laughs> so we're like, I got some popsicles in my in my van. <laughs> got them. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so there's some rules, right? If you're IPA, IPA coming out of your nose is not cool. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't sound like it would feel good. Well, I killed some, the COVID in my sinuses. So. There's a book like this thick, right? Seriously, it's like three inches thick, maybe, maybe even more. I guess probably five. It's called the Recruiting Manual, and uh, now I'm sure it's different now because it's been almost 20 years. But why has it got to be so thick when all you got to do is lie, cheat, and steal? <laughs> well, it's got to. <laughs> So as it was explained, three to me, words. It's a it's a business card. <laughs> Sorry, but as it was explained to me, there's head choppers and knee knockers, right? There's some things you can lie about that aren't that big of a deal, and there's other things that'll that'll take your head clean off, right? And I guess you need a big book to tell you which is which. And uh, the whole idea is that if you could fit within that book, you can join the Navy. And like I said, this is 20 years ago, so if it's changed, it's it's whatever. But um, and it probably has. There's probably some things that have changed, but probably a lot of it is still very very much the same. Are you recruiting us right now? No. Did you Are want you me sure? to? Did you want me to? You've been, you've been recruiting me for like how many years now? I'm, I'm, I'm going to shut up. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to bring you over to the dark side, dude. You're going to get blackpilled eventually. You're going to be all the way anarchist before I'm done with you. That's okay. okay. But uh, anyway, so it was a different time and I was a different person, right? I, I definitely hated my job, but I was 100% fully behind the idea of, of, of the Navy and the military and what we're doing in all these places. And this was post 9-11, like immediately right after September 11th. I was, I was recruiting during all of that. So it was weird. Wow. And okay, so uh, you, you were, you were in prior to 9-11. Yeah. 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 Okay. I got, I went in, in the, in the uh, mid to late nineties, depending on how you want to do it. 96, 97, 96 okay, is when I went to boot camp. And then, okay. I went, I went to boot camp 99 yeah, yeah. or oh, I signed up in 99, went to boot camp January of 2000. So that's around the time they stopped making good music. Yeah, dude, I've said it before. Yeah, like you, 2005, it started going downhill. Yeah. There's nothing good happened after September 11, 2001, except for my children being born, and that's about it. And Master P killed rap. Oh. <laughs> Make you say, oh! <laughs> na 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 Make him say, uh, uh, uh. We're totally wrecking, we're wrecking Q's so, story. I'm so sorry. These, they're fine. That's good. That's part of the deal. So like, uh, Tourette's. Uh, so, t- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so I'm telling you all this so you know that there are rules of who you can talk to and who you can't, right? If you're a recruiter, you can talk to a high school senior who's 17, but you can't talk to anybody younger, right? I mean, you can talk to them, but you can't like actively recruit them, right? And, and even then, you have to have parents' permission. So I'm at this school, this high school, to pick up a kid, right? Because he wanted to come and, and join the Navy, and I definitely wanted to put him in. Um, and there was another guy waiting, and I just happened to start talking to him, and he met all the criteria, told me he was 17 years old, high school senior, everything else. And I'm like, hey, I got your friend coming. They, they turned out to be friends. I was like, hey, you know, I got your friend coming with me to do this, and why don't you come with him? And 
and we'll just have the conversation with both of you. So like inside my head, slam dunk, dude, I'm getting two, yeah. two for the two price for of one. one. Baby. Yeah, two for the price of one, baby. <laughs> I'm not getting yelled at this month. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so like I'm all over it, right? And, and, uh, and so I'm like, hey, call your parents, make sure that you're okay. Like make sure they know that, that you're going with me and make sure it's all right. So he takes out his phone. This is like the beginning of cell phones. I think it was like a Motorola Razor or something like that. Like, Whoa, like this yeah. is like, Rich like kid. When, when the kids started having, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. When the kids started having cell phones, right? It wasn't uncommon. I had, I had and that, uh, that little Nokia, uh, Nokia brick. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this big. <laughs> yeah. oh. Well, remember when they came out with the little small ones like that? Yeah. And they're like blue and I'm, you know, yeah. had, had snake on it that was the game left right left right <laughs> anyway sorry the record story again You're right. yeah that's yeah. fine no worries and so we get back to the office and i and i start filling out paperwork with him and he was real good to tell me at school that he was 17 years old and a high school senior but when it came down to math like when were you born when are you graduating all that stuff lined up to him being like a 16 year old high school sophomore and i'm like like Deer in the headlights, freaking Uh-oh. out. Like I'm like, okay, hey, this was, conversation was it Jehovah's over. Witness? And he just had <laughs> no. to make up a birthday because they don't Q, believe. Q done made a boo boo there, <laughs> dude. I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, I'm going. I'm in trouble, right? And you know what's trouble? Like you're just gonna get yelled at, right? I, I've been be yelled mop, at before, right? So be mopping rain, shipmate. <laughs> <laughs> be sweeping rain off the ship, sweeping yeah. the air out from under the desk and stuff. <laughs> Yeah. so <laughs> gotta replace it with the good air. <laughs> so we stop the conversation and, and I and I take these kids home. And I drop off the one kid that was interested first, because I'm like, if I'm going to get an earful, I don't want the good applicant to hear this. I want to just get this, just me and dad and mom and just get it over with, right? I don't want the guy that I'm actually, that's actually qualified, actually interested in the Navy to hear all this. I don't want to scare him off, right? So it's a calculated move. I drop off him first and I take this <laughs> other kid. I mean, it's, you know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, dude. I, I still, got, that win, I still baby. got a quota, baby. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and so... I take them, take that kid home. And then I take the other kid, the one that that lied to me about his age home. And as I open the door, dad comes flying out the porch and kicks the car door shut, kicks it with his feet. Whoa. And I'm like, so I stay in the car and I just kind of barely crack the window and I hand him my business card. And I'm like, Hey, I can tell you're upset, but all of this can be easily explained. Just give me a call when you have a chance to just, to just recoup. And I, and I'm, I understand you're frustrated. I did the whole thing. I know you're angry, you're justified, but it's easily explained. Give me a call when you, when, when we can talk about this. Right. And, uh, that's pretty bold because you're a real, you're a big dude too. So yeah, that's so probably I, why he wanted me to stay in the car. I don't know, you know? And, uh, so he, that was my mistake. I gave him my business card, right? Now they got my name, which, okay, whatever. I mean, I, I'm a member of the community. Right. And, so a couple days later, I get a phone call. Cue the recruit. <laughs> I know. Or the recruiter. <laughs> I know, dude. A couple days later, I get a phone call, right? And, uh, hey, I'm looking for the commanding officer of Navy Recruiting Station. Oh, blah, blah, no. Blah. Oh, so I was the Aaron's recruiter. calling in, the manager. Yeah, so I was the, re- I was the recruiter in charge of the station, right? So I just, what do you do? Well, I'm the commanding officer, right? That's me. I'm the CO. You know? I am your manager, B. So they're like, okay, great. No problem. Thank you. And so then they sent the letter. And because I'm not going to you learn one thing about, you know, in the military is you're not going to flag your, you're not going to flag your chain of command without knowing what's happening first. Of course. If they need to know, then I'll tell them, right. That I can control it. I'm going to conflict mitigation. Yeah, exactly. A couple days after that, the letter shows up and it turns out to be one of these, Hey, this, this guy, it names me, you know, kidnapped this kid. It names the kid. 
uh, copies of this whole, they gave the whole spiel, their whole side of the story and makes me look bad. Send a copy to the local newspaper, send a copy to the local um, politicians, the, uh, the, the superintendent of the school district, all this stuff. Right. So I'm like, Oh dude, I'm, I'm hosed. I'm all hosed. So at that point I'm like, well, I got to type this out. So I type out my response, forward it up the chain of command, you know, and the next day, the newspaper comes out. Oh, no. Don't tell me. <laughs> and it's got my name in it. Uh, and then later, so there's this big investigation, right? And then later, there's, there's a guy that shows up in my office. He's a newspaper or he's a television reporter, right? Oh, by the way, I'm recruiting in my hometown area. So it's not just me. That, it's not just my name. It's my brother's name. It's my dad's name. It's my mom's name. It's all my cousins, right? That you know, everybody stole the child. Yeah, dude. Everybody knows my so. And the guy that the guy that walks in, I grew up with this kid. We played soccer together growing up, and he's like, "Hey, I need to talk to you." I'm like, "Bro, I can't talk to you." Like trying to like, I know. And if there's ever a reporter I would trust, it would be you because I know you watched me grow up. You're gonna give me the benefit of the doubt, but I can't talk to you. Sorry. So this whole thing goes on. And really what it comes down to is a kid lied. And the investigation comes up and shows nothing. But here's the thing. The Navy doesn't have my back, right? They don't, they don't, go, after this, they don't go after the newspaper for printing lies. They don't go after anybody for, for libel or any of that stuff. They, they just let my name get drugged through the mud. My, my family sees this article. You know, I'm active in my church youth group there. And I'm trying, you know, I'm like one of the people. Oh, youth group, yeah. And they're like, I got to explain to the pastor that I'm not kidnapping kids, you know. And it's, it's just, it was just a disaster. And the only thing I can think out of this whole thing um, was it was a 16 year old guy. If it was a 16 year old girl, I'd still be in jail. Still to this day, would I be in jail right now? And all because of a kid that can't tell the truth. And, you know, it gets to the point where the kid's so far down the road, he can't change his story. He's already stuck, right? He's got to continue with that, with that whole line of, conversation so and that's but, why the 40s are better because like, oh you really are 16 well, too bad you're still going you look <laughs> yeah. have fun sucker yeah, yeah. so that's yeah that's the kidnapping story about so the moral of the story kids don't be a recruiter you get caught kidnapping you get in trouble for that but but, but, but really like looking at it from our end like after going through the the wormhole of all that it's not that bad it's like oh he lied but from like normal people in the public, oh, yeah. they're like, oh, shame on you. How dare you? How, how dare you? <laughs> Stone him. Stone him. Yeah, yeah. Be a recruiter. Over this man. head. Dude, be a recruiter. I mean, I was, I was like, that's like a hated person, man. And I mean, if you think My about it, lied to me. it's a rough job. Yeah, so did mine. But <laughs> Might as well be selling cars on a lemon line. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, it was, I was a hated person. And and, you know, I thought I was getting a good job. I thought it was going to be cool because I'm in my hometown area. People know me. Yeah. Bro, that's going to be on matter. that. You thought you're going to be on that short, that, that golden shore duty, bro. Yeah. It yeah. does not matter. I hated my, I hated my Dude, job. I would have loved to have been a drill sergeant. It would have been fun, right? I, I would think. Because they look like they're having recruits, so much yeah. fun. Oh, yeah. Maybe for a week. Hours, no, no, thank you. Yeah, their hours, their hours would be rough, right? I mean, those guys yeah. are up. I don't know what they was like in the Army, but I know when I woke up, they were there. When I went to bed, they were there. The RDCs? And they were there the whole time in between, yeah. Like, yeah. Their hours, we, had, had we, always had, uh, we always had one doing staff duty, <clears throat> and he was awesome. He told us bedtime stories. It was great. 
That's the best thing. I actually, too, like, I actually really enjoyed Basic. It was awesome. I only got in trouble once, but I always did. Always did what I was supposed to do. Like he didn't know who I was until like towards the end. <laughs> they had no idea who I was. They're like, "Wait, are you mine?" <laughs> You, you strike me as a guy that would stand out, though, that they would – being as tall as you are. Yeah? Uh, Height-wise, yes. But I did what I was supposed to do. I was always first time go. Everything's polished. Everything's squared away. Didn't say a word. Um, until this one dude, um, I always called him Pigpen because he was the stinky kid. <laughs> the dirt pile flying around him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and he would always he was that dude that always would go get a profile to like I was like, how do people figure this out in basic? But I probably went to school nurse a lot. And uh <laughs> so you know, they teach you they teach you how to be a, a a shammer in government school too. But uh he'd get a profile, but he'd you know, it's always that dude with the profile that gets everyone in trouble and they have to push, you yeah, know. Yeah push the earth flat yeah and uh so they made the mistake they made me being made the mistake of me being the um, squad leader and then i got i guess i did an okay job they made me a platoon leader and that was definitely a mistake so i'm having to call cadence while we're all pushing and this isn't too this isn't can bad. you sing a little bit of it can you sing a little bit of the cadence you were called yeah, so you know, you know, three count push. It's three count push-ups. You know, like, let's hear it, man. So we, we're we're doing. I'm calling one, two, three, four, one. You know, and then drill sergeant just walks off, goes into his office, and none of the green belts were there. It was just the it was just the head DI, and um, as soon as he clears the corner, I start going. If you're gay and you know it, clap your hands, because yeah, because so <laughs> that was his profile. He couldn't do push-ups, so he had to do overhead arm clap. Oh, that's horrible for that guy. I'm sorry so for had, it. Yeah, sorry for so him. he had to clap. So I kept singing, you know, if you're gay, he's like, shut up. And, like, people in platoon are laughing. And I happen to look, and we're doing all doing the push-ups. We're looking, and the DI is peeking around the corner. He's laughing his butt off, man. <laughs> but, we make, but we make eye contact. Uh-oh. Oh, he's that's the, not that, there, huh? Yeah. And he went to, ha, <laughs> ha, <laughs> <laughs> Pops back around the corner, then comes out, throws a trash can across the bay. He's got to be mad. He's got to be angry now. Yeah, he has yeah, to be yeah, yeah. Because he knows that I know that he thought that was funny. Yeah, yeah. You're 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 doomed. <laughs> yeah, I was class clown, so um, I don't know if that comes through at all. But <laughs> so he calls me in his office. I get written up for dis- disrupting formation, and. Uh, yeah, I had fire. I had to do two full nights of Firewatch. Oh, in a row. So, so you're just roving around with a flashlight, like awake at crazy for, for like long intervals at a time. No, I set the trash can in front of the door oh. and took and and so that way, if he opened the door, it would knock the lid off the trash can <laughs> and wake me up, and I slept. Okay, okay, that's pretty smart. My, yeah. I'm a dummy. I'd be walking around just enduring the pain, like <laughs> I'm standing to proper watch. Hear me? Yeah. When you look back on boot camp, and I imagine you know Army is the same way as well, at least for what my experience was with the Navy is, is you look back on it and it's so funny 
It's so hilarious. hilarious. It's, oh, hilarious. Yeah. it's the, hilarious. The dumb stuff. Now, it's not funny when you're going through it, but immediately upon yeah. graduation, you think it's hilarious. I mean, there was some stuff that I thought was pretty funny, but a lot of it, I mean, and nobody wants to do push-ups for, you know, four hours in a row, right? Like, so I guess that kind yeah. of sucked. But I mean, like, looking back on it, you're just like, dude, that was, that was dude, I met, I met, I met one of my cousins I'd never met in the Army. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Your unknown yeah. cousin. Yeah, no, 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 because... Um, my my grandfather on my dad's side had like nine brothers <clears throat> and oh, wow. like it was weird like world war Two, a lot of half of them got drafted and then half of them joined and but it was weird it was like marine corps marine corps army army navy air force da, 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 da. and like when when they all were home they'd all be fighting in the front yard <laughs> dude I, I can only imagine that was epic oh uh, yeah. yeah a bunch of hillbillies dude dude i love it Love it. Is that they're around that little border of like North Carolina, Tennessee, you know? And uh, I forgot where I was going with that story. Wait, your family, <laughs> you know, fighting and carrying on about all the you different just, branches, and they're like, "Oh, oh just, no, talking about like, squid." Oh, you're in the army, and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It was always that. You gay seamen and all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I totally just blanked on the rest of that story. Well, that's okay because I got a story for you. Do a boot it. camp story. Okay, so anyway, I'm in boot camp in Great Lakes. It's cold. I've never been exposed Ooh. to wind like that. Like, literally, whenever you're walking, they call it the Windy City for a freaking reason. Because you feel like your cells I was walking, are freezing. I was walking against the wind, and I had never. And I, it would I, just I, cut through you, right? Dude, yeah, I have never experienced that. And it felt like a mime. Every, it, yeah, I felt like I felt like a retard, man. <laughs> uh, so this is never a true full retard. When, I, when I'm in boot camp, there's uh, this slip. We call them RDCs. I forget what the acronym stands for. But Recruit the Division for, Commander. There you go, Mr. Recruiter. You know that. Absolutely. You dirty. You know, I'm just <laughs> but, uh, One of the ladies, um, she's, she's this little black lady, and she was mean, man. She was mean. And at first, when you go into boot camp, for, I'm sure the Navy boot camp is nothing like the Army's. It's probably cakewalk compared to y'all's. But, but yeah. you know, whatever. You, I'm, I'm if, young, if, I'm you, if you do what you're supposed to do, it's easy. Yeah, but nobody ever does that. Well, I didn't. Uh, so I'm out there popping off at the mouth, making fun of stuff and, and being stupid like I'm really good at. And uh, so come to find out, this lady, I forget her name, she is from Louisiana. She is from close to the town that I'm from in southwest Louisiana. And her school used to rival our school like in – the little town that I'm from, the Eagles and the Dragons. Well, okay. anyway, like small world, right? So she finds out, oh, this dude's from that part of Louisiana. So automatically, don't like you. Wrong school. So I wasn't thinking much of it. I was thinking, oh, we have that in common, right? Uh, we're both yeah. from the same part of the world. That's going to be a plus. Yeah. No, it's not a plus. It's a negative. So <laughs> I was a good recruit because I, I was about 23 at the time and in and, and boot camp so i had had a bunch of jobs before so i wasn't like this 18 year old kid you know I, yeah. I had worked before so i knew when to shut up and when to do what i'm supposed to do uh along with carrying my flaws right uh, i have i have some flaws you may not know it but i do you do and i and i uh so she made my life hell man she was she was mean to me because she knew where i was from and one of the other rdcs <laughs> liked me and she they because like in boot camp you could uh, you start out as like an E1, right? Yeah. But if you do the right things, you can come out as an E3, blah, blah, blah. So she wanted to give me that E3 badge or whatever, however you call it. I don't know the acronyms anymore. But the the lady that was from Louisiana, she's like, 
she despised me and I had to endure that. And one time I put all my underwear in the wrong spot. I was trying to hide because I had extra stuff and I didn't have room for it. And I put everything in the wrong spot and I thought I, thought I was being slick and was going to hide everything. They call it a <laughs> skivvy stack in the Navy. I know that's gay, but uh, I, I had extra skivvies. So I put them away somewhere and I thought they were hidden. Well, they found it, man. They busted the, They busted it down. Get up, you know, what, whatever. The, you know, we were pushing the floor like you were saying earlier and it was my fault. So I had to endure the pain from her and from everybody else in my division. I was the guy that screwed up that got everybody in trouble and, I had to carry that banner for the rest of the time into graduation. So I yeah, was collective I, punishment. It reminds I was of, that D bag. Yeah. <laughs> Heaven forbid you got extra draws. <laughs> so being, being from California, right. I, I, at least a part of California I'm from, I had never really experienced cold weather, like, like uh, a winter in the great lakes region. And uh, I did the same thing with the boot camp in the middle of winter. It was like November of 96 or January 97. And uh, the very first time it snowed, they asked for volunteers to go shovel the sidewalk, right? And I'm an idiot, you know? I mean, we know this. I'd right? love to. Yeah, I, so I raised my hand, right? Like, yeah, I don't want to do it. I've never seen it snow before. That sounds fun. That sounds great. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, dude, shoveling snow is like shoveling anything else, except it's colder and it's wetter and it's more miserable. And yeah, uh, yeah so that was, well, being from California – it was all of us. It was like me, a dude from Las Vegas, a guy from Florida. You know what I mean? All of us idiots from warm weather places. Like, like, and everybody else is like, the guy from Denver is like, you're dumb. You're. <laughs> and it's weird. Like that's, there's a lot of people like that go in the Navy. Like they're usually California, Louisiana, Florida, you know, it's usually it's rare did you guys like have a lot of people like from texas and mississippi and kansas i had a couple of guys from texas um okay and uh i do and i they, do know they, they probably all wanted to be seals yeah yeah <laughs> so that was my biggest chris, fault chris Carl. Yeah. yeah so i started out i was i was just a regular deck seaman guy right <laughs> i mean literally like like he was saying when i realized the mistake i, just I made, think that's a funny word but which one? You think that they, after two hundred and something years, that they figure out that that word makes people laugh? Oh, <laughs> but but I realized when I was swimming water in the rain out at sea on a ship, I was like, man, I have I have made a mistake here. This, is, <laughs> this was not but, in the brochure. <laughs> yeah, I did not realize what I have uh, I've given myself away to. But my uh, recruiter never told me this. You know, I, I was I was gonna be a search and rescue swimmer, and I was gonna go swick, and I was gonna go to buds, and I was gonna be this hardcore dude, but. Yeah, I did my deck time, and then eventually I went into engineering and uh, was a mechanic and stuff. That was cool because that was more my flavor, right? So yeah, but, but I was never anything spectacular. It's a like, transferable was, <laughs> skill. <laughs> yeah, you remember those old school like commercials? Oh, did I still sweep? I still sweep. Yeah. I sweep my garage. But you, you know, don't dude. sweep water in the rain. <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> dude, I can wait in a line. Oof, I can wait in a line like really good. Yeah. <laughs> I can do all Good. kinds of stuff that don't make any sense. I can, yeah. I can sleep standing up. Yeah. That's right. I can endure a, 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 a large amount of pain that affects everyone yes. around me, but not me. But then they don't like what I say after. After the pain leaves, they're like, yeah. what's wrong with you? I make jokes. How could you or, say that? Like, I make jokes uh, at inappropriate times. Oh, yeah. I think we all specialize in that. Yeah, I did it at a funeral once. Ooh. Oh, let me hear that. How'd that go? 
it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember the joke now, but it was just I was having a difficult time with it. And I just I don't know. Something it just struck me as funny. It's like uh like that scene in Tombstone where Doc's dying in bed and he just laughs at his feet. <laughs> I just kind of was looking down and just laughed and just said something. And then I just remembered like the people next to me who just looked at me like I had done something really bad. How dare you? Yeah, how <laughs> dare you? You've stolen this from me. Um, yeah, I don't even think I went to the thing after. I think I just left. I've, had, yeah. to leave, I've had to leave funerals before when you just kind of the things, the things you remember about the the guy that you're there that they're, you're there for, uh, you look around and you go, you're, you know, there's like a handful of us, and this is all just none of these stories are are appropriate for this for this event, and we need to get out of here, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure, yeah. for sure. All right, so let's find something lighter to talk about because it's supposed to be <laughs> yeah, funerals and death. Uh... Yeah. Hey, let's t- hey, we can continue talking about death and funerals. You know, somebody in your family is probably going to die really soon, so you may as well just talk about it. Whoa, whoa, dude. I'm just whoa. joking. Easy, easy, fellas, easy. Wow, I, I, <laughs> I threatened to kill a cat, hey, and I got in trouble for that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, you want to do the cat story? I do want to. So, so I, I, I open up, I open up the front door, open up the front door to my house. And there's a cat turd on the welcome mat, right? And oh, uh, I've got a similar story. So I so I took a picture of it and I put it on the the next door app or the you know, <laughs> the neighborhood app. The neighborhood app. Oh, uh, Karen, Karen, so, so Yeah, Karen.com, right? And uh, so dumb, right? Because you know I'm always poking the bear, right? Who cares? And uh, put it on the and I said, hey, if any of you guys are are are, are missing a cat, they're gonna they're gonna stay missing or something like that. I you know it was gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. It was how like, he did it. Yeah. So I'm, this, I'm, this, is, this is your second kidnapping story. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're so, missing if you're missing a cat, if your cat likes to wander in the neighborhood and is responsible for this little present, I took a picture and put it on the thing. And uh, you know, I said something like they're gonna stay missing or I'm gonna dispatch them or something like that. And and dude So I got so check so this out for con- for context. We live in the same neighborhood, so we have the same app, right? Q and I, and I'm getting this on my phone. I'm like, oh, a cat crapped on Q's doorstep. That's funny. Ha ha ha. Well, the onslaught of the people coming at him for saying he's the cat might go missing. Oh, dude, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was. It, I was pushing them back, like they were like, hey, you know, um, that's cruelty to animals. I said, I, not not if they make it quick. It's not cruel, right? <laughs> It was, it was so good. <laughs> and then somebody goes, I'll call the cops. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling comfortable. I can handle that. You know what I mean? <laughs> just like, just totally, just pushing them. And next thing you know, somebody, they, they go through. And I didn't realize I had done this. This is how stupid I am. I had, I'm a, I'm a business owner, right? And I had, my, I had my, my, I had my LinkedIn account. Oh good. So good. <laughs> attached to it real goes wrong. <laughs> <laughs> attached to my attached to my uh you know next door app, right? And they they came over to my LinkedIn account and I had to nuke them both. I had to kill them <laughs> oh, both. Yeah. So so the, so the funny part is after he nuked his accounts because he was getting hit. Like 
incoming fire, take cover, it's coming. And I'm laughing because I'm screenshotting this stuff and send it to him in text messages. He's like, he's like, I'm an idiot. I'm so stupid. I was like, dude, these people are coming for you because they're afraid you're going to kill their cat. There's this one old dude, the senile guy coming at him, rat-a-tat-tat, you know, like, like, like tearing it down. I'm like, I'm kind of scared of this old guy. He's going to rip Q apart. Yeah. Oh, man, it was so I, I bet the Yelp reviews for your business were fire. Oh, yeah, it was. The, I, the days know. after, man, I'm sending him screenshots after, like, days after. And finally, it dwindles down after a little bit of time, but it, it was hilarious. These, these old I had folks to, coming I for had him. To make a, I had to make a ghost account go back in and start reporting them, right? Like from another account, oh, wow. you know I mean? just, just to get it to go away yeah. and get it deleted off of there. I reported it that they went away. I, I had to, I had to out Karen the Karens, man. It was bad. Jeez, it was bad. Geez, man. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm dropping the homies out, I'll still chuckle at that. <laughs> <laughs> I had these neighbors, man, that just let their cat go all over the place. And I had a boxer at the time who hated cats. We adopted her and there was actually someone we called about her and there was someone actually there that were getting her. We we're like, man, that stinks. And we got a call. I go, I remember going, okay, well, if it doesn't work with them, call us right back. We'll come get her right now. She was beautiful. And uh, her name was Lola. And uh, five minutes later, they're like, hey, um, yeah, it's not going to work out with them because they have a cat. So we took her in our cat room and a cat swiped at her. And then she grabbed the cat and shook it like a rag doll. And so she was like, like, like what are the, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm like, perfect. We'll come get her. And I was like, I'm allergic to cats. We don't have any. She's like, great. All, come all, get her. All the furs, all the fur, all the insides is gone. So <laughs> yeah, let's get the so she didn't hurt her. She was just like, don't swat at me, mother. You know, yeah, yeah. she didn't play that dude. She, she, we took her to a, a, a and she was like, she was an alpha chick, bro. She was cool, but you don't keep poking at her. She's 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 gonna be not cool at a point, but not with people, just with other animals. Yeah. And I remember this dude, this this guy's dog named Petey. Petey checked her. She backed down. She's like, all right, all right. And then Petey checked her again. She was like, okay. You can see she's starting to get irritated. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna take her home. He goes, no, no, no. Well, Petey lunged at her. She sidestepped, grabbed him by the throat, and he's like twice her size. She's a 65-pound boxer, and Petey was like 90 pounds. She grabbed him by the throat and slammed him on the kitchen floor uh, and, and shattered his porcelain water bowl <laughs> and then just looks at me and starts wiggling her nose like, I got him, Daddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a real good dog. Yeah, she, goes, what she, goes, she goes, see, I don't play that. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Let's take another break, guys, and then okay. uh, I'll oh, yeah. come back and come back and wrap it up. Okay. Right. Cool. All right. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Vet Archist Actual, host of the Smoke Pit Storytime podcast. We cover history, politics, libertarian philosophy, and much more. If you're a veteran like me, you know what the Smoke Pit's all about. If you're not, ask a buddy. So check us out on the podcaster of your choice, and please like, share, and leave a review. You can find me at VetArchistOG on Twitter, Smoke Pit Storytime on Instagram. You can also uh, send me an email at SmokePitStoryTime at Gmail. Also, be on the lookout for our upcoming Patreon page featuring exclusive content and maybe some other goodies. Take care, guys. Yeah, you're probably right. Engineers are a little autistic. Yeah, yeah. they're special. Yeah. They're smart.
Don't get me wrong. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, he, you know, I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that, that whole That's conversation cool. with Sal. It was great. Um, yeah. He, I, you know, really, he's, he's into crypto. He's not a maximalist. He, he understands the value of, of, uh, of precious metals too in the right place. Yeah. I think he, he has a very balanced approach to agorism, which sure. I think, I think it's great. It's beautiful. And, and that, uh, if that, we can all learn from that. That'd be great. You know? And that, that is really, you know, I was trying to, I was explaining it to my, my buddy rooftop, uh, rooftop Patriot. Cool dude, man. I love cool. that name, man. Dude, he's a good friend of mine, man. He's a vet too. Cool, cool. And, uh, and I was like, I was talking to him cause he was like, he's not really down with the anarchy thing. And I, it, it's just, I think it has to do more with some of the people that say they're anarchists that turns them off to it, which I get. And I don't even know if I'm, I, I, we, we kind of were talking, chatting about this amongst ourselves, I think earlier this week, talking about anarchy. And I'm just thinking, I think I'm more of a voluntarist. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, I'm, I'm working through my faith right now and kind of getting back into the swing of things and trying to rebuild that relationship because it, it's about relationship, not religion. Yeah. And I think sure. that's, I think a lot of faith just comes from Bro, relation, this is, relationship. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And you can't have faith in something you don't have a relationship with. And so I think yeah. that you have to push that and God promised he'll meet you where you are. And it's a voluntary thing. So I'm like, if, awesome. God, if God can make things voluntary, then why can't everything else be voluntary? Exactly. You just blew my mind right there. Yeah. So, but that's, <laughs> that but that's, so the thing, that's the thing that you, that you, that you look at and, and you realize that God is a voluntarist, right? I mean, by our own definitions, of course, he's, 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 he's the master of the universe. He's, I shouldn't say it like that. It makes it sound like he's, masters he's, of the universe. He's, not, he's the creator. He's the creator of all things. Right. So like, so you, he has all the authority and all the power and everything to force, forcefully coerce you to comply. Oh, he could have made robots. And, and he doesn't even, he's not interested in that at all. He's, he's the ultimate voluntarist, right? And, uh, you know, that's, yeah. that's a fascinating, I, thought, I, don't, I think that, I think that's coming to fruition. I think we're seeing more and more of that in, in the, in the Christian movement, but, yeah. um, I in the Christian faith. You. Yeah. Want you me. want me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need you. <laughs> so this is this is funny. This is episode nineteen, right? Um, that we're gonna that we're doing for Unshackled Liberty right now. This 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 conversation. Nineteen point three. Uh, yeah, but well, yeah, yeah. And uh, but we're oh, doing. Fun, we did an episode eighteen. At, you know, Crypto Gumbo was telling you about this earlier. We did episode eighteen earlier today, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. uh, we had that. That was about the. Um, we already talked about that. Did we talk about it on recording at all? But anyway, it, but, it talks. But I think uh, what you're trying to say is yeah. what you what you said earlier. Yeah. Is you said that we're not robots, and yeah. I love that you said that because I said the exact same thing in the earlier show that we did today, and that's beautiful that we made that little yeah thing. Because he he could have just made robots, could've. but he didn't. Yeah, yeah he didn't. Could've. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot to that, man. We can we can do a whole episode on that. And I don't, I don't want to hijack this one, but we totally could do a whole episode on. Yeah, on that. I've got I've got a guest lined up based yeah. off that 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 DM that we were kind of going through, and I, it, that's usually how I plan my shows. It'll be like some like we'll be having a conversation, and someone will hit me with an 
question. Like I know how to answer it, but I'm going to fumble through it. But like mm-hmm. someone will pop in my head. I'm like, they can really explain this really, really well. I'm like, hey, yeah, 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 yeah sure, I'm going to sure. do this. That's going to be my next show. And so, yeah, I've actually got a pastor lined up. Oh, good. And, uh, kind of just basically laid out like these are the questions that I've been getting asked and like I fumbled through it but like I want someone that's got a little sharper you know that that iron's a lot sharper than mine is that's good and uh, I was like because I was like because I was like I'll be honest man I'm coming back to the faith too and so and uh we can get this whatever he goes well that sounds awesome I'll do it I'm like all right cool that's great yeah, that's awesome I like that. he's a he's he's a Christian faster and he's an anarchist that's even better. He's like it's all, rad, all of dude. the worlds that we like combined. Pretty rad, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, uh, like I was talking about the volunteerism. So like, I guess I would, I fall under that. Cause I'm like, man, yeah. if you want to fine, if you don't, there's so many different words though, to say, to say the, the functionally the same thing. Like I find yeah. myself more and more trying when I, when I want to make somebody react, when I want to yeah. get a specific reaction, I'll say anarchist. When dude, I want to get a specific that. reaction, I'll say volunteerist, you know? Yeah. And, and or abolitionist is another good one, right? So each one of those words I use to elicit a specific reaction, I find that when you say anarchist, people, well, we know that what the reaction is. They, they kind of freak out a little bit. But most just, most yeah. normies don't know what no. those well, it's like, are. It, it's yeah. like that uh, that meme I reposted a bunch where it was, it was Ice Cube and uh, Be Real from Cypress Hill. And they're sitting there with like AKs and like blunts and like everybody's like, I'm an anarchist. And then it says, and then it's like Ice Cube, like from Are We There Yet? Paddling in a canoe. He goes, but sometimes I just tell people I'm a volunteerist. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's gold right there. Yeah. That's money. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and the That's agorism funny. thing really enters me too. And I was, that, that's the one I was talking to Rooftop about. He's like, what is that? I'm like, well, all right. Remember when you were a mechanic, you did side work? He goes, yeah. I'm like, you didn't pay taxes on that, right? He goes, no, hell no. I'm like, that's <laughs> I go, that's agorism. That's agorism, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, really? Whoa. He's like, so yeah. I ain't, he ain't, it ain't just about selling drugs and stuff. I'm like, no. I was like, you ever had a yard sale? Yeah. Pay taxes on that stuff? Hell no. I'm like, that's agorism. He goes, I can get behind that. Yeah. That's, you that's get the most money way to do it. Right that's there. awesome. That's beautiful. <laughs> oh. Yeah. 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 Ever, yeah. Ever, ever sell anything on eBay? Yep. All right. Yeah, Craigslist, all that, right? You're right. Yeah. And uh, it's just it's just understanding what it is and making an effort to maximize that portion. And and f- you know, if you talk to guys like Sal, right, like he makes it so clear too, and so many of them do. And it makes sense. That's the only thing that's going to work. You know, this whole boogaloo, this whole boogaloo thing is no. funny. It's funny. Oh, dude, it's, I'll it's make jokes I have I have, a, I have a good time with it, but that ain't going to happen. Yeah. It ain't going to happen. Yeah. It's not going to work. And if it does happen, man, that's just not really necessarily, it's not going to go the way we think it is. You, you um, should see the no. back and forth between uh, Q and I <laughs> behind the scenes. Oh, man. He rips yeah. me apart, dude. He tears <laughs> me up. I don't even, what am I, Q? What am I? I, I would call you, if you're going to label it, I'd call you an, a minarchist. You know, a, min, a minarchist. Yeah, I think. Never I think heard that word before he said that word to me. You're, leaning, you're, you're a minarchist. You're leaning towards, you're leaning, Ow, you're, leaning in the, you're leaning in the right direction, but you haven't completely let go. You know, I, I, I don't hate the constitution. I'm not mad at it. No, I, I think, think if they were actually, I think if they were actually following it, it makes things, it would make things a lot more, ter- a lot more tolerable. That's for sure. Yeah, um, but, then, but then 
the Lysander Spooner influence in me says I didn't sign anything. Exactly. You didn't. It's a, this, the whole myth of a social contract, right? It's, it's a myth. The, uh, the other thing is, if you like... Lysander was a gangster, dude. He was. Could, he was could, a could, could you say that you have to have a little bit of faith in the founding, the, the, the beginning of what we are in? Would you, would you say that they had... We, we, what we created, where we're at right now, well, you if, you look, if, if you look at like Patrick Henry and Richard Henry Lee and Thomas Jefferson and those guys, they warned about what, where we're at. What's happening. Yeah. They, they, they knew all about, it. so you hear they about didn't, the, they didn't want, there's a reason why they sent Thomas Jefferson to, to Paris. Yeah. They, they, they wanted him out of here. Yeah. Cause he wouldn't have let that happen. No. The, Cause um, could you pair him and Thomas, you put him and Thomas Henry together tag team match. It's, they're going to win. It'd be so, uh, epic rap battles. Yeah. Or it would be. Yeah. Yeah. These, uh, we always talk about the Federalists, right? Because they're the ones that, you know, they're talk, we talk about the Constitution, how it's a great compromise, right? And you have the Federalist side and then you have the Anti-Federalist side. And the Anti-Federalist side is your Bill of Rights. Yeah. People don't remember that. Those, that was the compromise. That was the part where the Anti-Federalists was able to, were able to influence this, this Constitution. And that's the only part that anybody likes anymore mm-hmm. it's like, <laughs> you know? we're gonna and, do this. and it's the and it's the one that gets that gets dumped on the most first yeah. amendment gone gone right now gone right now yeah. peaceful yeah. assembly yeah. forget it right freedom of speech freedom of the press forget it it's all gone second amendment we're losing it every day a little bit more a little bit more right and you can go down each one of those original each one of those all the way up to the 10th amendment right which is states rights you can go all the way down that list and you can find real time real situations where they're just being crapped on by the federal government and that's where the whole Lysander Spooner quote comes in, unfit to exist. I, and I'm going to butcher it. I'm going to butcher it, but I'm going to try my best. It says something like, if you got a computer, look it up. But uh, it says something effective. Uh, well, I'm not going to butcher it. I'm going to look it up. Keep talking. Keep talking. So well, where's mean, Walt? Really, really the, uh, yeah. <laughs> where in the heck is Walt? That's going to be the next mug is like, have you seen this guy? And it's Walt. Arnold. Not where's Waldo, but where's Walt? Hashtag yeah. where's Walt? Where you Hashtag at? Hashtag where's Walt? <laughs> All right, here it is. So, but whether the constitution really be one thing or another, this much is certain that it has either authorized such a government as we have, or it has been powerless to prevent it. In either case, it is unfit to exist. Yeah, and uh, like the the first con- the first Congress after they yeah. we started this whole thing the very ne- the very first Congress they started screwing with it. Yeah, they started yeah. passing laws that allowed them to do things that were that were not yeah. original. I mean, and that's the thing. That's why I think the Articles of Confederation were stronger. It, yeah, it was which better is for freedom. It was better for freedom. Yeah, yeah, because there it, it prevented a centralized government. It did, and. And someone's going to go, what about slavery? Shut up. Well, you know that, how many people that, that that's how many different countries are doing slavery? Yeah. yeah. Hey, why, don't you, why don't you look Americans? up Libya? Yeah. yeah. Look at Libya look at, get back at me. Look into uh, the Muslim community to this day, just yeah. to throw it out there. Well, that's what I'm it's, saying. It's like, still Libya, happening now. They're, Libya, they're right now creating eunuchs and selling them for money. Yeah. So, that's terrible. But it, and and a, what what difference does it make? That's damn. That's rough. Huh? I don't know yeah, why you, I said you that. Brought, you yeah, brought the, yeah, you rough, brought the crickets right there. You just, you just dropped the bomb. Oh. So 
you look you look at the you look at the institution that was killery by the way that wasn't my own words <laughs> that was yeah what yeah you're right uh, i remember her saying that and uh, i got got a similar response when she said it too just kind of like yeah. whoa <laughs> whoa yeah, that's the that's the final boss karen yeah. <laughs> yeah that institute of slavery though if you look back at it it was it was dying anyway the market was killing it it had to be yeah. propped up by the state and what it made was. it what what made it powerful the state authority in the constitution, right? It, if, if, less, if left to its own devices, the market was killing slavery. The free market was killing slavery. Yeah. It was happening and it had and to be if, propped up. If, had to if be you go back up. and look into slavery, it's not what has been told to people. That, no. you know, it's not we have this is. myth. We have this myth that, yeah. that, that our founders were some you know, completely harmonious group of men all marching with one accord. And the reality is, they weren't the only thing that they agreed with, agreed yeah. on was and a lot of them getting like rid it. of the crown, getting rid of the yeah. crown. And, and that is it. And everything else after that, it was a debate. It wasn't, there was no harmony. There was no one accord. That's why it was such a, a, a I don't know. That's why there was a compromise, right? Yeah. You, I mean, y'all think libertarians are bad. I mean, it was like an autistic Kumite. <laughs> <laughs> dude it was they I mean, were, read you got i mean people man they really need to read the debates yeah. that they had the ratification debates man there's some hey, gold we're, we're in there. Link that stuff we're gonna have to link that stuff yeah i mean the letter letters from a farmer i mean like all those guys cassius mm-hmm. you know like all the stuff that patrick henry wrote tench cox like there is a lot of people that a lot of people do not know anything about and everything that like Patrick Henry for sure. And, you know, Richard Henry Lee could be, you could see him as a status, but like now, you know, no. you know by today's standards, no way. Uh, he'd be like Ron Paul. Um, <laughs> but man, you look at like, this is what's going to happen. And you like, you'll see like how he gets some snide blow off and a retort from the federalist side and it's like why would you say you know you could lose this right and this right it says so right there and he's like no you intentionally made it so wide open that it, anyone could say it could mean anything and so just the fire back and forth and you look at it you're like he was right he knew about this 250 years ago yeah and knew that they like the the anti-federalist they knew where this was going to end up back then yeah it's pretty incredible they saw it coming yeah yeah and uh and we're the crazy ones yeah we're the crazy i mean like those guys i really don't think patrick henry wanted wanted the constitution at all well so the whole the whole way it came about i mean i'm gonna mess this up but it all came about when they were just trying to address some of the issues with the articles of the confederation right so um that that was a coup. They weren't even there to write a constitution. They were there to correct, I mean, as you would with any founding document, maybe you need to shore up some areas here and there. And that's what that, that's what that convention was for, was to address mm-hmm. some of the issues with, with the articles. They and patriot they, acted that some ago. And they sure did. They patriot <laughs> acted that. They just changed, <laughs> they, just, they just balled it up, threw it in the waste paper basket and said, all so right, my- start over. They had no. somebody had that thing ready to go. They went in there yeah. knowing. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. And it was a coup. It was a coup. 
it was well orchestrated and well planned. And it yeah, shows you that, it shows you that the, oh, it shows you how crooked it shows you how crooked government was even back then. Even in its most infancy, even in its smallest form, there's people scraping and fighting to make it bigger and more powerful. You know. Oh yeah. Even even fresh out, out from underneath the boot of 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 the king, right? Fresh out from underneath the boot. They're like, mm, let's put another boot down here. We need another one, mm-hmm. you know. I want it to be my boot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. That's what I laugh at, like, like, ANCOMs. Like, like, you can't be an anarchist and a communist. It doesn't that's, work. That's two op, op, dia, diametrically opposed things. Where? Yeah. So that's, just, that's actually a thing. Yeah. So Dude, if you go that's beyond me, I don't know. I, yeah. Well, you need do, to go look do, at different. Do, yeah. Do not need. get into an argument on Twitter with a tanky. <laughs> I won't. I won't. They'll get you banned, basically. Yeah. But they're. <sighs> what you're What you're seeing here, Gumbo, is is uh, there are so many different flavors of of um, various various anarch well various anarchy philosophy and status philosophy, right? But and some of it is inconsistent um you can't you can't have communism without force you just can't it's not not possible work whereas you have the free market exists even before there was before there was a word for it the very first time a rock was traded for a stick that was market capitalism we they didn't know that's what it was but that's what it was you know yeah, they, yeah. there was a trade that occurred there where somebody saw value in this and value in that and said i'm going to make that trade and there it was before there was a government before there was spoken or before there was a written word, you know, and that's, as, that's, as, that's as old as, it's as old as mankind. We didn't know that's what it was back then, but that's what it was. And it was based on voluntary interaction. And, uh, you can't, I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's just the dumb, that's just a dumb sailor's way of looking well, at things, man. You I, know? I need to hear it because yeah. some of this stuff. Yeah. Some of this stuff so, I've been thrown but, into, but there's I, so many I, different I flavors. You, so. you should you should actually maybe maybe uh, spend some time just looking at some of the comical stuff of all the different flavors of anarchy. And it's one of the things is you can I, I have these pictures. You have those little anarchy balls, right? Yeah. yeah. And those those are probably the best way to help me <laughs> put a label on something because I could go, oh yeah, okay, that's what that. Is. And there you have all these political spectrum. You know the. The, the quadrant charts, right? You see those yeah. where you got the, you know, you, I, I'm, a, I'm a way bottom writer, dude, way bottom writer. In fact, I think sometimes the bottom right corner of that chart isn't bottom right enough for me, you know, and and uh, and there's all different people all over the place. So the whole the political spectrum is not a line. It's not Democrats on one side, Republicans on the other, and the rest of us somewhere in the middle, right? It's a, it's, it's a whole thing. It's very have, complex, that's for yeah. sure. You know, you have you have economic freedom, and you've got author authoritarian and libertarianism, and and it's all different. Like, where do you sit? And and uh, there's all kind. The next time you see one of these little, um, I don't know what do they call those little those little like, I don't say test. It's not a test. Uh, uh, Bird Bird did a whole big review, like a whole yeah. thread, like the different. Yeah. Um, it's almost like a Briggs Myers test. Yeah, just go through and just do a little test to see where you're at philosophically, yeah. and you'll see where you land on that chart. But then you'll kind of also see where other people land on the chart and what the different things are. And you've got, I mean, I used to think like um, before he got full on crazy, Stefan Molyneux, before yeah. he got f- full on like 
like nationalist, you know, when he was just, yeah. just, just an anarchist, you know, it's funny how he made that transition. And I've seen a lot of people do that. It's weird, but I used to kind of follow his line of thought was just give me freedom. I don't care what flavor of what, what, what the economic flavor is, because once I have freedom, then I can matter. decide how I want to exist. Just yeah. give me freedom. Just give me, if I want to go do a hippie commune voluntarily and exercise some voluntary socialism or voluntary communism or whatever you want to call it, as long as it's voluntary, that's fine. The problem is, is it, it, it might, might start out that way, but ultimately eventually it, it always ends up, it ends up at, at the barrel of the gun. The only thing that's proven to, to, to work over and over and over again is the market. And that's why agorism is going to be the reason why we're able to finally get away from the, from, from the boot of the government, right? It's because mm -hmm. we can use the market, use voluntary means to starve the beast. It's not going to be a violent revolt. It's not going to be a yeah. Bolshevik revolution, regardless of whether or not those ANCOMs think it is or not. It's going to be the market. It has to be the market. It's the only voluntary way to do it. It's the only peaceful way. Money changes hands and you yeah. tell the crown to go pound sand. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Exactly. Um, and that's like, you know, I was always, I was trying to figure out like, am I ANCAP or am I anarcho-individualist or just regular anarchist? And then it was like the same thing, like, am I non-denominational? Am I Baptist? Am I Methodist? I'm like, nah, dude, I'm, yeah. just a, I'm just a regular old Christian, dude. Yeah. And it's like, I just, you know what? I'm just a voluntarist. Yeah. I really don't care. That's a good way to It's not the... This I'm just like just do you want to do it? Yeah, okay, you fund it. Yeah, uh, get some people go and start a GoFundMe and go build a road. You don't know how many times you've, you know when you have people. Well, what about the roads, right? That's the best argument they have, and it's legitimately garbage, right? And they yeah, well, what about dominoes. the well, just because we're the fact that we're even talking about it, the fact that we're even talking about it shows that there's a concern for it. The fact that there's a concern for it suggests that there's a market for it. If there's right. a market for it, there's a voluntary way to address it, right? It right. doesn't have to be done by, by taxation. Same thing right. with the homeless. Well, what are we going to do about the homeless? Well, what are we going to do about the homeless? Let's talk yeah. about that. Let's find a peaceful, voluntary way to deal with that. If if you a know? quarter of your check wasn't stolen from you, you would have a whole lot more money left over. Oh, like, dude, would you, you not want to donate to that yourself? Don't get me started. Like, so, so. Okay, well, I'm gonna. You're gonna hear this, I guess. So, like, I could use I could use that extra six hundred bucks a week. Ex right? No, you're right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'd and be debt free as hell right now. Yes, without a doubt. And, I wouldn't and be if building you're tithing, roads. <laughs> if you're a, if you're, a, if, you're a, if you're a tithing member of a church, right? Let's just put it in this perspective. If you're a tithing member of a church, and if you're a Christian, and I'm sorry, I want to. I'm not gonna. I don't want to beat anybody up. With, I'm not gonna thump you in the head with the Bible. But here's how it works. If you're a Christian and you're a member of your church, you should be a tithing member of your church. And the tithe is 10%. And it's 10%, in my opinion, it's 10% before taxes. And God asks us for that 10% voluntarily. Voluntarily. He, again, remember, God's a voluntarist. He doesn't send the lightning bolt down to strike you in the butt because you didn't write the check for 10%. He's and I not think the reason, the reason yeah. he does that is because give a little bit of what I've given yeah. to you yeah. to build. He, if you're a Christian yeah. and everything you have is of God and it's given to you by God and you believe that, then what's 10%? You're giving him back 10% of what he's already given you. Well, also, but the what state wants 30% or yeah. 40%. Or well, more. also, the tithing, the tithing thing is what, what do people spend money on? Yeah. What yeah. kind of show, thing? show me where your treasure is. Yeah. 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 And they, yeah. they spend money on what's important to them. Yeah. And so, like, look, it's painful because you're like, you can go do this and this and this with this money. I'm just asking you to give it to me. Yeah. To show me that, you know, where your it's where your heart is absolutely 
and that's, I struggle with that, man. Like I haven't been do, in an actual church in for a long time, and man, we all, and I, I, and I didn't I'm say that to glad, beat I'm anybody glad, up. Yeah, that was just a conversation. I'm just, I, yeah, I'm just glad God don't ask for back pay. Exactly. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you're right, and 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 again, that's that's a that's a testament to 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 the loving God that we have. And like, uh, all right, let's start over. We're cool. Let's try it again, buddy. <laughs> and, and I know you're gonna screw up. Man. We'll we'll keep going until you get it. Yeah. <laughs> the the point I wanted to make with that was, um, if my God, the Creator of the universe, only wants me to give back ten percent voluntarily, and maybe a little bit more if I can swing it. Yeah. Um, why why does the state get more than that? Because they want to be God. They shouldn't. You know, oh, that, that's the point. Man. That's it. Yeah. Right? statism is a religion of death it is it is it's a it's a it's a cult it is a cult and they and they cripple you to the point where you can't even tithe a lot of these people you know a lot of people don't tithe because they can't tithe because of the state i want to say that's an excuse we can all figure something out but but it's not cheap to live especially now when there's six trillion dollars six trillion more dollars in circulation out of thin air and we're going to see more and they're fixing to do more you're right they're fixing to do more and it's all going to lead towards inflation which is going to make it even harder for people to tie it to their especially and especially for food because there's less there's there's less food because the fda you can only process meat and vegetables through certain things well they're all closed down so they're making these farmers destroy yeah they're just cattle so so wait till all this comes back online and the world gets back to so-called normal Mm -hmm. you're gonna see a lot of businesses yeah Yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna suck it's gonna be hard for it's already hard but it's gonna gonna there's gonna be a lot more dollars chasing a lot less things yeah so inflation is gonna be nuts yeah um gold silver lead copper bitcoin cryptocurrencies cryptocurrency yeah if yeah. you can get out of the dollar, get out of the dollar. Yeah. See what your family, see what your neighborhood's doing, all that stuff, you know. What can you do? Not not on Karen.com, no. <laughs> not, not, Karen, not, you're yeah. a big old <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, don't go don't go on there. That's that's a bad idea. I want to see the manager. <laughs> all right, let's uh let's let's wrap it up. I think we've had a great a great conversation. Yeah, did so, we get any? Did, did we get any questions? No, no, but it doesn't matter. We had a good time. We, we messed it okay. up. But, well, there was but, one question I do want to ask. There's one that's at, up at the top. Uh, it says, um, oh, "Where is it? Oh, why is Q so handsome? <laughs> I mean, come on. It's because he has a gaping hole in his neck." <laughs> That's why, but so so what, it's only it's only a fresh wound. So so for everyone listening, what they didn't know is uh, we wrote a song in the last break for Walt because Walt wasn't here, and we're gonna give you like a demo draft of that song real quick, <laughs> in the in the hopes that uh, we can find Walt. So it might sound bad, but it's in the beginning. So this is the hashtag Where's Walt song. All that we want yeah. is a little Walter. So it goes a little something like this. It goes, Walt, where could you be? Because you're not here with us. Where could you be? Anyway, I know that sounds horrible, but had to. Walt, where are you? Hashtag Walt, where are you? You could even do like a little punk song. 
It's like, Walter, where are you? We're pausing <laughs> right now. Walter, where could you be? <laughs> Walter, we could not find you. Anyway, that's hey, dude, go, I want you to, I'm, since we're Walter, dropping, we you're all right, man. <laughs> we, sure got to, we got, we got to wrap this up, guys. What I want you okay. to draw, I want you to plug everything you got right now. What do you got? Who, me? You. Yes, go. Okay. So you can find me, VetArchistOG, on Twitter. Um, also have a email, uh, Smoke Pit Storytime podcast, or I'm sorry, Smoke Pit Storytime at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find me at the Smoke Pit Storytime podcast, uh, where I just try to um, get people on that uh, know a lot of things that I don't and uh, try to get educated. And it's kind of like a work in progress of my road to uh, liberty. And uh, hopefully the more I learn, the more everyone else can learn. And um, if you guys could just like it, share it. Um, and I'm also probably going to be starting a Patreon and um, trying to figure out that. I might be trying to uh, sell some stuff through that too. Cool. Awesome. Cool. Um, right on, me. bro. Okay. Well, thanks. I'm glad we did this. I think we needed to do something light and airy. We've been, we've yeah, been way yeah. too heavy. Heck for a yeah, while. man. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's, it's real rare that uh, that's, what's cool about going down this podcasting route that like the guests that I've had on the show and the guests that I, and the times I've been a guest on shows, um, it's been really cool. And it's like time after time, it's like, as soon as like we hit that invite and we get in that and you know get in the zoom room or whatever it's just like the conversation just goes straight off and it's like it's like we've all like we're coming from very especially the veteran guys man because we've all shared the same misery so it's just it's it's just awesome it's different flavors like we've always known each other yeah Yeah, Yeah. i love it i love it yeah never met a stranger type stuff so it's 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 great and thank you for uh, having me on it's been awesome kind of virtually meet you guys so uh now we're all friends and we got to do this again so yes sir good good to see that handsome face bro come on now it's a good looking dude right there everybody (laughs) yeah boy (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, guys. I'm going to wrap it up. Okay. Thanks. Take care, guys. Hey, thanks, everybody, for listening to the show. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, I'm at Q underscore abolitionist. My co-host is at Crypto Gumbo, and our show page is at Unshackled underscore L. Uh, If you like the content that we're creating and would like to help us make more, you can support us at anchor.fm slash Unshackled Liberty or patreon.com slash Unshackled Liberty. Thank you for your time. Every little bit helps. And remember, freedom does not require permission.